Hi everybody and welcome to the Mental Toughness and Body Show. My name is Rob Evans and I'm your weight loss coach, health strategist and internationally published author, helping take your life, your business, your body, your mindset, your health, your wellness from where you are right now to being completely unstoppable. And today's topic is tackling distraction. Distraction comes in so many different forms. And this is topical right now because I'm having more and more conversations with people as today is the first day after, gosh, I think we've been locked down this second time for about 111 days, something like that, that all retailers opened up again. Cafes, bars, restaurants are opening again with COVID restrictions. I'm in a, able to open up my, my studio facility uh, in another couple of weeks. And people are going nuts. People are just going bananas. The, uh, cafes and restaurants have taken a month's worth of bookings in one day because people are just that desperate to get out and enjoy themselves and do those things. So um, there is lots, lots going on and people catching up because they haven't caught up for months and months and months. So it's, uh, you know, COVID is certainly providing a lot of distraction right now. But let's just think about it outside of the COVID environment. Distractions come in the form of emails, they could be text, it could be social media, life events, staff issues, conflict, grief, loss of some kind. You know, it comes in all kinds of different things. And we set out on this path way to achieve whatever it is that we want to achieve in any, any area of our life. But it's never a straight line, is it? It's windy, it's squiggly, sometimes we go backwards, sometimes we break down. If we're in a car, we break down, we need to change the tire, we need to get a new car, new engine, we need to get the car serviced. We keep going and then we're going on a squiggly line and round and round in circles sometimes to get to where it is that we want to get to. So I've come up with seven different strategies that, that I use to help me deal with distraction. And in the coaching that I'm doing just today and the, the last couple of days in uh, fielding uh, questions from people, uh, people really keen to now to get back into their, their health and wellness, knowing the studio's open again and people are like, right, now that I'm opening up again, it's time to look after myself. Um, despite the fact that they should have been looking after themselves all along, it's just a human behaviour. That's what, that's what people do. So I think there's a couple of things that we need to do. So let's just say that you're in this scenario where you've got a lot of distraction around you. I was coaching a client today and uh, she is, uh, she's got a daughter and her daughter's about to turn one and her party is going to be on this weekend. And up until yesterday, uh, she didn't even know whether she was going to be able to have a party and celebrate with family because they live outside the travel zone that um, she's allowed to go to. And now it's happening. And now she's under a lot of pressure from both sides of the family to do this, do that. She's baking stuff. And she's been very, very focused on what it is that she's been doing. She's made tremendous progress. And she hasn't fallen off the wagon, but there are some signs there where she's starting to fall back into some old habits in terms of she's not tracking what she's eating anymore, um, she's skipping some snacks, um, she's worried about maybe binging uh, at the party. So we talked through some different strategies and that kind of stuff. Uh, but what I said to her is that I can see that you're starting to be distracted. I can see that you are starting to be challenged by some of, things, some of these things. And this is one of the great things about coaching, to help put her mind at ease and, 
and so forth. But the first thing that I see for people when you do become distracted, it's almost like, depending on what it is, a weight that you're now carrying around with you. You feel heavier. You feel like you're burdened with something that you're just walking around with you. And that can do what to you? Well, it can make you feel tired. It can make you feel flat. It can make you feel frustrated. It can make you feel like you're not going anywhere. So my number one tip for this is to create energy. Because if you have more energy, you can do more things. You become more focused. You can have more energy, more productivity. You think clearer. You can do more if you have more energy. So how do we do that? Well, I mentioned this uh, a couple of days ago about what you can do to, um, to help in this space when you get frustrated and, and so forth. And that is move. Move your body. Do not try and create energy sitting down. You will not do it. You can't think, okay, you're sitting down or you're lying down and oh, I'm going to get energized now. Yep, it's coming. I'm going to get energized. It's coming soon. I'll get up in a minute and I'll be energized. It doesn't work that way. You've got to get up. You've got to get up and move. So the easiest thing to do is get up and walk. Just get up, get outside and go for a walk. Don't do it inside if you must. Um, do it inside like on a treadmill or just you know walk around and stuff. But the best thing to do is get outside Get some sun on your face and just move. Just move. If it's nighttime still, just get out and move. That will just help you. It releases endorphins and it will automatically make you feel better about yourself. The next thing I would say, strength training. Fantastic. You know, feel the blood pumping through your body. I've just completed a leg session uh, just a, a matter of minutes ago. My legs are sore. Every leg workout I do, I know that it's going to hurt me. I have to lift heavier and heavier weights each week. And it's hard. And I know going into the workout, gosh, if I'm not really in the zone of this workout, it's going to kill me because it's going to be heavy and it's going to cause me physical pain. So I have to be in the right zone for it. And to be honest, I was a little bit tired going into it. I thought, oh gosh, this is really going to hurt, isn't it? Oh man. Okay, come on, you'll do it. And once I got into the first couple of sets and I was warmed up, I'm like, right, I'm ready to go. Bang, I was ready to go. So getting energy is really, really important. It will just help you focus a lot better, which moves on into next, uh, the next point, which is number two, which is focus and prioritize. Because with distraction, that can cause us to not to focus. We're just thinking about a whole range of different things and not, not actually doing any one of them. We're just distracted by, oh, I'll do a little bit here. Oh, hang on, I better go do this. Oh, hang on, I better do that. I better do this. So over the last um, 24, 36 hours, I've had to do a presentation to my national team and um, I've had to do a number of uh, phone discussions, getting back to people constantly. And I said, right, I've got a lot going on here. It is easy for me to be distracted as well as serving clients. So I thought, right, how am I going to do this? Normally, I would spend a couple of days doing the presentation, but I'm pretty good at putting together a presentation now. But this was a, um, I had to prepare it from another presentation and to take into account my interpretation of it. So I decided that what I would do is not work on it on the weekend. I wouldn't work on it at all and waste my time. I'd wait till Monday and I'd um, do a little bit of work on it but not a lot and save it for Tuesday 
and I had about three and a half hours, yeah, about three and a half hours to prepare it and be confident with it. So I knew that was going to be tight, but I also knew that I had a very small window of opportunity to do it then, given my other commitments. And uh, I managed to do it, and uh, it was really good. Uh, the feedback was really fantastic, so really pleased with it. So the point of that is normally I would be distracted if I'm doing a presentation. I do it over a few days, I do a little bit here, put it down, go do something else, come back, pick it up again, and it's not really efficient. So instead I said, no, I'm gonna do it all in one go, and I'm just gonna make sure I focus more because when you put a deadline on yourself, like the deadline could have been another week away and I still would drag it out over that time. But when you know that, okay, this presentation, you've got three and a half hours to do this and then you've got to deliver it tonight and you're back to back for five hours um, so you, you can't work on it anymore, you've got to get it done by this time, then that creates a certain level of urgency in you and that will help you not be distracted. So I closed my email, I put my phone on silent, I did all those things and said, no, I'm not gonna to listen to any noises or whatever that go off, I'm just gonna focus on what it is that I'm doing. So that was really important. And again, the prioritized part, I said, right, what do I need to do today? Now, I knew I needed to get back to a whole bunch of people as well. So I said, right, this is the time that I'm gonna work on the presentation, it's gonna be finished by here. Then I've got 30 minutes where I can communicate with all these people that I need to let them know that you know, they've made inquiries and stuff about can they come and train and, and, um, and so forth, work on their own health transformations now that we're opening up again. So I thought, okay, don't do that now, leave that, do this and then work on that. And by doing that, I was way more efficient. So obviously your focus and prioritization is gonna look different to what I've just described, but I just use that as an example because distraction is just that. It will, it will destroy your mindset and your productivity. So you've got to focus and you've got to look at what are you trying to do? What are your goals? Now you might find that there's a distraction for the moment. So like the client I was talking about, one of her distractions is the birthday party right now. And you could tell just as I was doing a Zoom call with her and she was actually in the kitchen cooking. And I said, I can tell that you're really under pressure right now. You can just feel it through her. And um, I helped put her mind at ease by just talking her through, you know, what a, a fantastic job she was doing and to make sure that she kept all of this into context and said to her, look, you're a beautiful mum and your daughter on the weekend, she's not going to know what's going on. But in the years to come, make sure you take lots and lots of photos of the day. So in years to come, she, you can share them with her and she can look back. But I said, I guarantee you this, somebody's not gonna be happy on the day. Somebody's gonna say, why? Because you have to, they have to be outdoors in the family environment at the moment. Um, yeah, why did we come here? There's too many mosquitoes, there's too many flies, it's too cold, it's too windy, there's too many people, whatever. I said, you're gonna get that. But I said, just imagine that that's like a breeze blowing over you and you and your, uh, your partner, husband, you soak up the day for what it is because this is your family and you're doing it so that you can enjoy it uh, with your daughter and don't worry about everything else. And I think you're just telling her that, I think it kind of eased her burden because um, look, I've lived through all of this. She's a lot younger than me. I've lived through all this. I know what it's like 
So if somebody else just says to you, look, this is what's going to happen, this is what it's likely to be, and she's feeling all these things now, sometimes it just helps to hear somebody else say, yeah, look, just, you know, just let it blow over you. Don't, don't get caught up in other people's SH1T. That's their stuff. So this is something that is just relevant for her for this week. So I said, what's your strategy for this week? She said, well, not to try not to binge on the weekend. And I said, okay, so let's come up with a stronger strategy than that. And I talked her through uh, what were some things that she could do. And well, just for your information, uh, what I spoke about was I said, so, um, well, actually one strategy was that she was going to give away all the food and not bring any home so that she wouldn't uh, you know, have this extra stuff to eat. But I said, okay, so let's just say that you are at home and what's likely gonna happen is you're gonna return from home uh, later in the afternoon, you're gonna be exhausted, you're gonna be grumpy and there's gonna be plenty of perhaps food options there for you where you can potentially binge. So I said, if you know that now, let's plan in advance. And I said, okay, so before you go, make sure that you come back to a healthy meal that you already know is in the fridge or the freezer so that you don't have to get takeaway on the way home because you know you're coming back home to a healthy meal. Make sure you drink plenty of water and take plenty of water with you on the day so that you are staying hydrated. Make sure that you take your own healthy version of lunch if that's what you're going to do. Don't worry about what anyone else says if you're not eating exactly what they're eating. Take what's important for you. Make sure you've got plenty of snacks and you're doing that kind of stuff. So it just helps prepare her so that there are no surprises. Um, So just simple little things, simple little things that can make a huge difference to her. So um, that's, uh, that's that element of it. So we want to make sure that you remain focused. Now, if this goes, obviously, that was a short-term thing that I was talking about. Let's just say it's something longer term. You're finding you're distracted over weeks and weeks. So, for instance, COVID for many people has been a big distraction. And some people haven't been able to focus at all. They've just been so caught up in not knowing or tracking the numbers every day or doing all of those things that they get lost in um, you know, what it is that they're their purposes. It's a squiggly line. It's sent them way off, way off track. Again, you need to come back to focus. This is where goals are so important. You need to be driven by the goals. Have those big ticket items that you're working on so that you know, hang on a second, shake it off, shake it off. What was I focusing on again? Okay, it's this. Let's keep moving towards that. Forget the distraction, go and do this. Often it's just an interrupt. You need to have a pattern interrupt of of saying, well, I keep getting distracted every day. Okay, what does that tell you? You need to do something different. You need to interrupt that thought and do something different so that you don't keep getting the same outcome. Focusing on what's really important to you and prioritizing what those things are is really important. So if I use myself as an example, back when COVID first happened and the second lockdown we had, and we, I'm sure we'll have a third one, um, touch wood, but on the first one, Probably for the first week, I was really distracted. I was thinking, man, what's gonna be the impact on my business? How long is this gonna last? At that time, they were talking about uh, just 12 weeks of lockdown, uh, actually six weeks of lockdown, and which then blew out to 12, uh, and then has blown out for seven months. I thought that, man, I, I don't know what I'm gonna do exactly. So I was communicating with my clients, 
trying to work feverishly to have people move over to Zoom, and most people did, so that made it uh, more relief for me. But it was a really stressful time, and just communicating with so many people and getting my message out there. And I found I got to the second week, and I was getting frustrated with myself because I felt I was distracted thinking about the what ifs. And then I said, hmm, how do I fix that? because I was sick of getting up in the morning and not being completely driven like I had been up to the announcement. So that's when I created a 90-day COVID strategy. And then I did the same for the second lockdown. It didn't take me as long. I got into, I think, the third day. And then I said, okay, I've got to update the COVID strategy. What am I going to do in this lockdown? And I tell you, that made the world of difference to me. It was really, really powerful. So let's move on. Step three. I think you need to accept that life is going to happen to you. You know, in all of those different uh, things that distract you. The biggest one that I find that is distracting uh, for most people is relationship issues. And it could be all kinds of relationships, but the one that seems to distract people and disrupt people the most is their intimate relationship. There's something that's not going quite right there. Something's not working out. And that creates a lot of distress because as humans, we love, you know, we're, we're made to love. Uh, we, we love our partners, we love our children, and we want it to go smoothly. But when it doesn't, that creates a lot of angst in us. It really does. It's quite painful. And I know so, look, some of the most painful times in my life have come through that. And it can be really distracting. It can just throw you completely off course from what it is your life's purpose is. So I'm here to tell you if you're in a relationship right now, if it hasn't already happened, it's going to and you need to prepare yourself for it. Um, but uh, you know, other things happen. You know, people, people that you love and are close to are going to pass away at some point in your life and that's going to cause a lot of disruption. I mean, when my, when my mum passed away, it was very painful. When my dad passed away, it was uh, way more difficult because uh, that involved uh, his estates and cleaning out like 50 years of stuff in his house. And he was a bit of a hoarder, uh, selling the house, arranging uh, you know, in that process before he passed away, arranging for his home. I was his uh, financial power of attorney and uh, executor of the will and... It was one of the most stressful times of my life, I think. It was just really, really hard. And um, it created a lot of disruption for me, a lot of distraction uh, for a period of a couple of months where I was really just maintaining what I was doing in my business rather than growing it. And that, that caused me some distress. But I had to just accept the fact that, do you know what, these things happen in life. And time will pass, focus on that for now to do the best job that you can for your dad and uh, then you'll, you'll move on and, that, and that's what I did. So I think sometimes we just need to accept that you know life is going to happen and, and not to uh, kick yourself in the pants so much because it's just something that's happened, it's been outside your control and you need to uh, you know, respond, respond to it accordingly. Step number four is Reach out for coaching. So today's example was a great one. I could see that uh, my client was uh, struggling and, well, struggling is not the right word. I, can, I could just sense the, uh, 
the angst and the tension in her through her face and just her, the way that she was talking and everything. She probably wasn't conscious of it, but I, I can just get a sense of reading people that you know, things are not quite right for her and she's doing it tough. And what's the best thing to do if you're in, in a crisis situation or you feel like you're not getting the outcomes that you want? Reach out to your coach or get a coach so that they can help keep you accountable, help keep you on track. And you know, a lot of the time, it's just about talking things out. Um, so for me uh, personally, for instance, like I, I don't have a partner, so there's no one for me to debrief with you know, each night if that's what you, know, you, you do with your partner. Uh, there's nobody there to say, come on, you, um, you're doing a great job, keep on going. I have to do all that myself. Or I reach out to my coaches and I don't say, hey, can you give me a pat on the back? It's not about that. It's about saying, look, this is an area of challenge for me at the, at right now. What do you think needs to happen here? What do I need to change? What do I need to do? Um, so don't underestimate the importance of your coaches, just how powerful and important they are as part of your life. Really important. So that's number four. Number five, which is, is linked to number four, but I think you need to create this amazing level of support around you. And this is something that I certainly need to improve. I mean, I've got a great family of my fitness family, a great group of people around me. And if, I'm sure if I ever needed anything, I could reach out to them and they would come running for me. Well, some wouldn't. Um, some wouldn't, but you know, most probably would uh, because they know how much I give to them. And it's not about giving to them to get in exchange. It's not about that at all. But I think you need to have a great level of support around you. And obviously, you know, your partner is normally your biggest raving fan and that's really important. Um, also, making sure that you're, uh, you've got these really effective relationships with you know, good quality friends that... Uh, you know, are building you up, you're, they're serving, uh, you know, your life well, uh, people that are greater than you, people that you want to be like, people that you enjoy spending time with, um, not people that are dragging you down and holding you back. They're the sorts of people that you want to be around. And um, yeah, this is, like I say, this is an area where I think I need to improve because uh, I spend so much of my, my life giving myself to others that I don't spend a lot of time uh, building deep friendships with people. Well, that's not true. I, I build deep friendships with my clients, but outside of my clients, I don't build uh, those friendships. Now, is that wrong? Well, I, maybe it's a little bit like the, um, you know, the movie stars. Who do they end up marrying? Other movie stars, because the uh, movie stars can... Um, you know, relate to, to them and the ordinary person, if you like, uh, can't relate to the life of a, a movie star. So um, it's an important area and it's probably an area where I'm lacking a little bit. I mean, the only two raving fans that I guess I have are my two daughters and uh, that's obviously special and uh, I certainly appreciate them. Uh, but uh, that outside my clients is, is an area where I would need to you know, create some, um, some more strength, I think. So having that support around you is really, really important. Number six, the, these last two are my, my favorites. Don't have any excuses. Like distraction is gonna come, but don't use it as an excuse to do nothing. 
And I've had an example over the, the last couple of days. I mean, we've been locked down for seven months. And in order for us to open up our facilities again, uh, we need to make sure that we've got COVID safe plans in place. Now, I knew that one day we're gonna be open up again. Now, I had some space, so why not make sure that I have my COVID safe plans in place now? And there's some specific documentation that we need to do some risk analysis and how, what our risk mitigation strategies are and all that kind of stuff. It's quite a detailed process to go through. And the attendance register, sign-ins, all that kind of stuff. Now, I've got it all in place. Uh, but I did it some time ago, knowing that, well, this is going to happen one, one day. So when it does, I don't want to be rushing around, making sure that I'm prepared for those things. You know, I've got all the sanitizer, the, um, the, the signage, everything that I need. But the detail was announced about when we were opening up. And it's a, admittedly, it's another two weeks away. But I had somebody reach out to me saying, are you COVID safe ready? And I said, yes, I am obviously indicating that they're not. And I said, look, I'll share my plan with you. And I sent them, sent them my plan. But my immediate thought was, I know this person has had a lot of time on their hands and why wouldn't they be doing it? Now, maybe that's just my analytical thinking and my, the, well, the anal part of my thinking that says, hmm, let's make sure we get all this stuff done early as opposed to waiting late. Um, so... I'm sure it will get done uh, for them. But I was just surprised. Uh, but don't make up any excuses as to, well, I couldn't do this because of COVID. I couldn't do this because of whatever. I've been distracted because I'm homeschooling. Yeah, well, I homeschooled as well. And yes, is it distraction, distracting as opposed to right now they're at school and um, you know, loving being back at school. But I mean, don't use it as a, an excuse. Again, it's one of those things, life happens. This is a once in a 100 year thing. Um, accept it, but still make sure that you focus and you prioritize. Create that energy that you need every day so that you can keep moving forward. But no excuses. And lastly, number seven, don't stop. Just don't stop. Don't let distractions stop you from achieving what it is that you want to achieve. You need to it's almost like distraction is in the feather duster. And if anyone uses those anymore, I do, but it's in the feather duster. You need to shake out the dust out of the, the feather duster, get rid of all that distraction and then keep on moving forward. Shake it out, get rid of it. So just to recap, create the energy, create energy in yourself, focus and prioritize. Accept the fact that life is going to happen. Make sure you've got a great coach. Reach out for coaching in the area of life that you want to make an improvement. Want a health and fitness coach? Reach out to me. Step five, make sure you create that support around you because sometimes you're going to need to tap into that and say, look, do you know what? I'm, I'm just having a really hard time right now. Um, I don't know what's going on necessarily. And having that support around you enables you to be able to talk it out. So for me, I've got to talk it out with my coaches um, because I don't really have anything else. The kids, yeah, some of the things that I might need to talk about, it's not appropriate to talk to the kids about. So you've got to have that uh, around you. And then, um, uh, yeah, you, your coaches, the support around you. Number six, no excuses at number seven. 
don't stop, don't ever stop. Because life's too short, you're too important, your goals are way too critical for you and your success journey to be distracted by. Life's too short, you know, there aren't enough hours in your lifetime to be able to do all the things that perhaps that you, you want to do. Like if I live to 200, I guarantee you this, I'm going to be flat out every single day because I would just create more things to do so that I could have a greater impact, leave a greater legacy, impact more lives, change more lives, make people smile more. So you need a coach? Go to the mentaltoughnessandbodyshow.com, reach out for a free consultation, love to connect with you and see how we can help stop you from being distracted and get energized, be healthy, and live the life that you want to. See you tomorrow.